All right, here we are for the Salvage Podcast. This is a special mini-sode episode of the Salvage Podcast in which I, Kate Fowley, will interview Elizabeth Burns about her third published poetry chapbook called Softening, which just dropped this past week. March 28th, 2018. The day after her birthday. My 28th birthday. So... (laughs) (laughs) relevant all right i have three questions about this wonderful work which is available on our online store which you can get um and i totally encourage you to do so because it's a wonderful example of um vulnerable and very alive poetry so okay let's go ahead with the first question so this one is about the title and overall theme softening so the word soft to me can carry a lot of negative connotations like of weakness and things like that so especially this is can be a really loaded topic or sorry term for women like if we think about softening there's all these sorts of places that my mind goes to like a body and like a soft body versus a hard body and what's right and what's wrong um so that's it's just a really loaded word and and for me it's almost like kind of a triggering word So I'm curious to know, why was it important to you to call this work softening? And was it like, was the title an attempt to own the term or reclaim the term or love the term? Yes, absolutely. It was. Um, I said this at the launch party that softening is kind of something I wanted to do because it probably is seen as something that I myself and my personality cannot do. Um, I had a lot of insecurity about my femininity and being a woman growing up, um, always thinking like I'm not feminine enough because people keep saying I'm too intimidating or I'm too aggressive, I'm too assertive, I talk too much, I'm too loud, I do too many things, I have too many ideas, like basically all this bullshit from a lot of shit people. And I, this is a a big experiment for me in the sense that I wanted to try something new (laughs) with myself and I do come off as a very like hard person a lot of the time and yes, maybe a little bit intimidating, definitely a lot assertive, but I also am very sensitive and very open and I love to be vulnerable with people, especially if I just met them, (laughs) and take things to like that uncomfortable place of being really aware and in touch with what you're feeling and thinking. And I've had a really great opportunity to do a lot of that in the past year, just like consciously deciding that I'm going to open myself up to myself and see where that gets me with other people and my life and my experiences. So it was definitely a reclamation of this word. Um, And not in the sense of like, women are soft and I want to be in touch with my femininity in that way. Like, that's not entirely who I am, but it is something that I am capable of and am still very strong within. I love that. (laughs) Very good. Cool. That (laughs) answer feeds directly into my second question so there's one poem in this work called writing in pink ink in which you write softening is no longer an act an act but a feeling a requirement of my saturn return yes 
So you mentioned that in the past year, you've had a lot of opportunities to feel into this softening that you write about. Um, And Saturn comes up several times throughout this book. So what influence did Saturn, um, this planet, and what it represents in the cosmos and when we talk about astrology, have over your softening and your desire to share about it in this way? So Saturn, as we know it, is the planet of getting your shit together. Um, and you and I are actually going through our Saturn returns simultaneously because our Saturns are in Capricorn, and that's where it currently is in this year, 2018, starting 2017 of last year, December. And it comes up a lot because it's something that I've been thinking about, like, especially within the past couple months. So once I found out, like, several weeks, I was, like, calculating my birth chart, and I'm like, when is my Saturn return happening? And I was like, oh, three weeks ago. So ever since December, it's really been on my mind quite frequently. And growing up, I was a really, and am still a really big No Doubt fan. And they have an album called Return of Saturn, which is basically Gwen Stefani being the same age as us as we are now, going through her Saturn return and being very open and vulnerable and trying to figure things out and realizing that she doesn't have all the answers and she's not sure if this is the love of her life and she's not sure if this is going to last forever and she's just not sure about anything. Um, so did you listen to No Doubt a lot? When oh you man, I, I listen to them all the time, so I don't think I listen to them anymore than usual. <laughs> um, but there were times where I consciously picked Return of Saturn to listen to while I was like cleaning or something because I was experiencing something really sad and I just wanted to connect on that level with it. So love it. I've just been like, I don't really think that anybody's ever really quote-unquote getting their shit together a lot of people kind of throw that out as an insult to some people like I know I've done this in the past or I'm like well you're not good enough for me because you don't have your shit together or we can't be friends because you don't have your shit together when really the truth is like the older we get the more we start realizing that hey we will never get our shit together whatever that means Mm -hmm. and everybody else is kind of in the same boat and we are literally all just faking what we're doing like not to the extent of like this is a complete like farce and mask and covering up who I really am but it's like we're never completely sold on our direction and a lot of the time part of the journey is making shit up as you go along to get to where you want to be like you're just adding things into your life and you're exploring things and you're like I don't really know all about this, but I need to speak confidently to something. And then once you have that experience, you learn a lot more about yourself. Nice. Yeah. Beautiful. So my third and final question. In Notes on Softening, you share your point of view of feminism and the perils of disconnected white feminism. So you write in this poem, I still hold anger, sharp spots, and judgment as tools throughout my growth ellipses ellipses and paraphrasing here um but softening my anger needs to be now towards how the western world treats those it has pushed into the margins so it's clear that softening supports your political activism and engagement so what does it mean to you to be softened and political and how is your engagement with politics different before softening and now after um i'm gonna answer the second question first because it will feed into the first one and make a lot more sense in my brain. Um, (laughs) So 
in my previous books and like my previous life experience, I was very angry about everything, about everything that's happened to me, about things that are happening in the world, shit that's happening to my friends, my family, and like as a result, how all that stuff was impacting me. It was very selfish, very mad, um, very uncontrollable and volatile. And that was because I was so afraid of my like sensitivity, my vulnerability and my empathy. Um, and my politics and my writing were just like, my writing was really a way of me to just like say shit, um, because I always had something to say and I was always mad about something, but there is a big difference between brutal honesty and, um, conscious controlled honesty. So I will always be a very blunt forward person but instead of just saying things and doing things to get a point across um, which is not always the most effective way as I've learned the hard way (laughs) um, really softening into how you're feeling and what you're thinking and not just saying things for the sake of them helps surprise helps you create and verbalize and manifest a way more solid way of getting your point across and you become more confident in it once you ease into what you're thinking and you've actually thought it out very well and I don't know I like to think that um, me being softer in a literal and metaphysical emotional spiritual sense has made me able to deal with a lot of the pain that like shitty politics and shitty views against women and shitty views against people of color and how much those hurt and affect me like it's it's given me the space to like collect myself and heal myself and become more sensible and meticulous and informed and creative and collaborative and confident I sound like in my workplace um in delivering my message and fighting for what I believe in and self-care is a big component to like political activism and it should be something that everybody turns to in whatever way they see fit to like rejuvenate rest restore recover and then go back so you can fight the good fight so to speak more effectively totally it sounds like softening could be (laughs) another word for like maturity in in a way in a way yeah I don't think I'll ever be like super mature like how people kind of expect a 28 year old woman to be Mm -hmm. especially like my like parents not necessarily my parents but like other people's ideals of like what a strong woman should be Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I'm still outspoken and very assertive but I'm also understanding and compassionate and hopefully can create the space for myself and other people to feel like they're in a space where they can be accepted and have their voice be heard at the same time. Yeah. And strong enough to share your work. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Yeah. For sharing your work (laughs) and sharing your answers with me. Hell yeah. Anytime. All right. Well, thank you for tuning into this special mini-sode where I interviewed my co co-creator co-creatrix <laughs> elizabeth um go out and get that chat book and sh- buy one for your friend who likes poetry too and share it with them
Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye.